Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, Bill here, Lloyd there. This is episode 28 of On Deck. How are you doing today, Lloyd? I'm doing great, man. I got uh, I got a few days off work coming up, so I'm I'm kind of in relaxation mode. Uh, but I'm a little stressed because I have uh, I have more games to play than I have time to play them. So I, I, I'm like, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? It's a good problem to have. Well, one thing that Lloyd wants to do is talk about video games. And that's what we do here. Um, before we get started throughout the video, there will be if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, there will be somewhere in the video, I think three codes today for free games donated by community members. You guys are awesome. Thank you to Burger Bear and Andre for sending in these codes. We really do appreciate it. Uh, and big thank you to all of our channel members and uh, the people who support us by sending in super super chats or super thanks or whatever it is that YouTube decides to call them. Here's one from two months ago that somehow we missed. I don't even know how that happened. But Anthony Talcott sent one in, and this one is specifically to Lloyd. Uh, he said... Lloyd, how is Skyrim with the gyros? I can't wait to get my email. I think they send them out on Mondays, question mark. And yes, they send them out on Mondays <laughs> and Thursdays. But Lloyd right. is famous for Skyrim being like one of his favorite games of all time. So uh, had, when you played it on the Steam Deck, I, I can't remember if we talked about this, but did you play it using the gyros? I did for uh, for a period of time. I was uh, Skyrim was the first game uh, that I played on my deck. Uh, because Skyrim is one of my favorite games of all time. And it's like, you know, this is fitting, even though I have to wait for the download. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I waited and I played Skyrim first. And I actually used it as sort of my um, introduction to Steam um, Steam controls. So how, how do I do? What's a button cord? What's, what's this? Oh, I can make a button do multiple things. Like, what are all these weird things? Um, but I did turn on gyros and I play... Uh, famously a sneaky thief whenever i play skyrim i love to be the the rogue hiding in the shadows doing uh huge damage with his bow um and i was using the gyros for aiming the bow and it was like okay this works really really well i i generally am someone that does not like gyro controls or aiming or anything um but using it um to kind of like fine-tune my arrow shots was uh was kind of neat and then i turned it off because uh, it's gyros but uh it works really really well with the gyros enabled i will say that one thing that you can do uh for those of you who are watching who don't know this is you can change what enables the gyro so um you can have it to always be on or you can have it to only when your thumb is touching the stick or the pad or you can set it to only be when you are pulling a trigger or something so if I remember correctly in Skyrim, like when you aim, you pull in the left trigger. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about this because it's been a really long time since I played Skyrim. But uh, you aim by pulling the left trigger so you can have gyro only turn on when you're pulling the left trigger. And that would make it uh, a little bit more palatable to people who generally don't like to have gyro on for the most part. Did you do it that way or did, what, did you just always leave it on? Um, I had it enabled when I had my finger on the right stick. Um, so kind of the the standard method for gyro um, functions. Um, I, I never even thought of using it uh, when you're when you're aiming. If you're holding down the left trigger, that would be just the smart way to do it because the only time you'd ever hold down the left trigger is for that. I guess, I guess if you're using magic with both hands uh, because you can do that in Skyrim, you'd want to have that turned off. But I'm playing a sneaky thief, so it would totally make sense to have that on the uh, on the left trigger. And, you know, uh, conversations like this are the exact reasons why I feel that I'm not getting everything out of my Steam Deck that I can because I I'm scared to mess around too much with Steam Control, not because it's scary or anything, but it's like, okay, this works good enough. I don't want to screw things up uh, Mm -hmm. and 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 then have to reset all these all the changes that I've already made. Um, But I really need to to figure out how steam control works for various other games. Like there's been things that I've been trying to do and I just can't figure out. And I'm just like, you know what, I'm going to download a community one and, um, and, and just forget about it. 
Um, but I do need to spend some more time figuring out how all that stuff works. I feel like, and I don't think that you are an outlier, Lloyd. I think most people who even even who have their hands on the Steam Deck, like they play the games, and if a game doesn't work exactly that they like, or they it doesn't occur to them to make those changes to the inputs, probably because a lot of people are coming to this from a console because this is a very consoleized PC. And it's appealing to people who like consoles. So I feel like a lot of people coming from that console world where you have no control over that stuff, uh, they wouldn't. it wouldn't occur to them to make those changes. And the only reason it occurs to me to make those changes is because I had the Steam controller and used that as my, like my favorite controller for a really long time. And I had all of those options. Um, right. so it, to me, it just automatically, I think, how can I change steam input in order to make my experience with this game better? Uh, in fact, that's a question that I want to ask our audience. Um, let us know if you're watching this on the YouTube channel in the comments down below, what are some, uh, tricks and tips that you guys have, have used, uh, to make a game more playable, uh, using steam input, let us know down below. Uh, all right. Speaking of uh, the community comments, we have a question that came in from Bad Samaritan. Actually, not really a question, more of a, a thought that I wanted to talk about. Uh, Bad Samaritan said, I hope that with the Steam Deck, Valve will finally let us disable notif- notifications for new items in inventory. I don't care about all the cards and stuff, and I hate seeing that folder lit up. And I'm going to bring up my Steam Deck real quick. And absolutely, it drives me crazy uh with this you bring up your notifications and there's always four new items in your inventory and uh it like i i get the same thing on my phone i don't know about you i can't stand having those little red badge notifications on my phone yeah, so steam I, lights it up i want them on in case somebody's sending me a message but steam lights it up and then i have to go in there and i go through and i'm like can i turn this off how do i change that and i can't find the way to change it and it drives me absolutely crazy so i 100% agree that i i want those notifications to like just make cuz i don't care about the cards about the steam inventory about all of that stuff i find to be superfluous and ridiculous and distracting and i would love to get rid of that completely lloyd are you somebody who does anything with the trading cards or whatever um no a a little bit like i've i've redeemed some and bought a couple off the market and i'm trying to turn my steam deck on and it's not turning on uh because i i thought there was a way to filter that stuff out but um my steam deck's not turning on right now because i turned it off when it was in the middle of starting up so i gotta wait a few seconds for it to power up i guess um anyway i'll look at that uh at another point um yeah I, i think there is a way to turn that off um, so to get the notifications for that type of stuff. Um, uh, but I can't, I can't see it on my own steam deck. So, yeah. I just brought uh, it up on mine. Uh, it's, you can disable non-critical notifications. Sure. Uh, hide non-critical notifications when in game. Um, and then honestly, this is really more of a phone issue than, yeah. uh, than a steam deck issue because I really don't go into, um, this menu on the right, uh, all that much, unless I'm going down to the quick access menu. Like that's really the only time that I do it. Um, but like you said, you redeemed a couple of them. Maybe I'm missing out. Maybe I'm missing out on steam inventory stuff. I don't think so. Like (laughs) you, you collect all the cards for a game and then you can bundle it into, um, uh, you, you get a hundred XP, a hundred steam XP, which levels up your profile and then you get random things like you'll get a background or not always even you'll get like a background in a, an emoticon based on that game. Like I did it for Ninja Turtles and I got a uh, I think a background with like Raph on it or something. And then I got a little tiny cartoony emoticon of Mikey. I'm never going to use those at all, um, but that's really <laughs> what they're for. Um, but okay. there's there's ways that you can level them up multiple times, like uh, regular cards. You could do five times, I think. Um, so you're buying these cards because you only generally get like three or four for every game that you play. So you're spending real money to get these virtual cards to then level up your profile. It's a weird system. I don't understand it. And I tend to ignore it. Um, and lately what I've started doing is selling my extra cards on, on the marketplace because I'm only getting like five, six cents, but if I sell a hundred cards at five, six cents. I can maybe get an indie, um, an indie that's game fair. that I want to play or whatever. Um, so that's kind of how I've been doing it. But, uh, 
but yeah, it is, it is kind of funny. I just recently started looking at that because I realized I had enough cards to, to, um, almost fill a couple different game things. And it's like, okay, well I'll just pick up the, the couple cards I'm missing. Um, and, uh, and I did that. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, the other part that they said that I thought was really interesting and actually caused me to to uh, fire up my Apple TV real quick is they said, I'd also like to see the dock contain a Steam Link. That's brilliant. Like having a Steam Link built into the dock would be really cool. And I was like, I wonder how it works because I had never occurred to me to try it. So I had the Steam Link app installed on my Apple TV um, which it's not going to be the best experience because it, I don't have Ethernet running to that thing because it's just for watching shows and stuff. And my my Wi-Fi is fast enough for that. Uh, but I fired it up, and uh, well, we have two Steam Decks in the house. So immediately when I went looking for computers, I had two things named Steam Deck because both like my son's downstairs right now. I think he's playing Fall Guys, uh, and like I fired mine up and it both they were both called Steam Deck. So then I had to go into the options and change the name of my Steam Deck to something else so that I could easily uh see it. I called it GLaDOS by the way, uh after the <laughs> the 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 uh character in uh Portal. Uh but then I um fired up the Steam Link app and and sent my uh my screen of the Steam Deck to my Apple TV. And it worked. There was a little bit of latency, uh, a, a little more latency than I think I would like. But if you're playing a game that doesn't really require um, perfect timing, that's actually pretty good. And honestly, like if I'm playing, I don't know, you don't know Jack or something. Not you don't know Jack. What was the game? Jackbox. If I'm playing Jackbox with the family or something, we have a smart box hooked up to every TV in the house. And so all of them have the ability for me to install a Steam Link app. I would just buy from here on out. I'm buying every Jackbox game on Steam because I can easily send that up to the screen without any other hassle. And I can like I don't even have to have the the specific Valve dock in order to do that. But it would be really cool, especially because these things have like Ethernet ports and stuff. It would be really cool if Valve included a Steam Link into the Steam Deck dock. Now, I think it's probably too late for that, but maybe for version two, uh, we'll see. I mean, we know that the version one got delayed. What are your thoughts on that, Lloyd? Yeah, it's it, that's an interesting an interesting thought because then you'd be able to use your dock when your Steam Deck isn't even plugged into it because you'd be able to use it as a Steam Link to play games off your PC or whatever um, or off your Steam oh, Deck that's true. right that is sitting right next to you. So that would be kind of an interesting multi-purposing uh, of of one HDMI input. So your you you you'd go to your Steam input on your TV. Um, I shouldn't say Steam input because that has a different name. So your uh, input one on your TV where your Steam Deck dock is plugged into, and then if your deck isn't plugged into it, you'd be able to use it to play games off your PC or whatever. That would be a really interesting um, way to get more usage out of um, out of the dock for people that maybe won't play docked often, um, but want to have it as an option, but then they'd have this device that would be usable for other things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, let's move on. I, I came up with this topic for discussion real quick. Uh, and I was, I just curious about your, your thoughts, because when you look at the Xbox series X, you know, one of the things that they're always talking about backward compatibility, you look at the PlayStation five backward compatibility, you look at the Nintendo switch, no backward compatibility. What right. nobody ever really talks about is forward compatibility. And that's one of the things about Steam and PC gaming that is like, that's one of the major benefits is that when you upgrade to your next machine, like Lloyd just bought a brand new PC and all of his Steam games were there. Like Lloyd and I just got Steam decks and all of our Steam games are there. And I think that this is the first time where, and maybe maybe guaranteed is a strong word, but I think this is the first time that we've had a handheld where the next version is guaranteed to have backward compatibility with your entire library because, as everybody likes to point out, it's just a PC. Uh, and I think I just think that that's awesome. What do you like? What's your reaction to that comment? What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I, 
I I still find it amazing on the Steam Deck that my library of games keeps growing, even though I'm not buying games. Um, when you go to your your verified tab, your first tab, when you're looking at your library, it shows you how many games are available to install, and that number constantly keeps ticking up as Valve is reviewing games and categorizing them as as playable or verified or whatever. So it's it's the first console in in air quotes console uh, that I've ever owned <laughs> where games just randomly show up. I I'm randomly getting new games. Um and l- let me pause for a second cuz I want to do this before. Can we can we can we talk a little bit about how awesome this profile is that Bill set up for when we're talking about Steam Deck <laughs> stuff? I love it. This is exactly what I told him I wanted to do, but I couldn't get my video capture working and then he had to go and say, "Well, I can do it, loser." And well, he, he did it perfectly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank. That, that's great. First off, just so you know, it's not perfect. Like the the size is wrong because I had to capture it at sixteen by nine resolution. I can't capture it at a sixteen by ten resolution, and so right. I had to decide: do I make it more black bars on the top and bottom, or do I just increase the size of the screen? And for the audio listeners, I'm sorry. We're only for a second. We'll talk about this. Um, so if you have a steam deck in your hand, the screen won't look exactly like this, but it's close. And I just wanted to be able to show this stuff off while Lloyd was talking. All right. What were you talking about, Lloyd? Yeah. Like your first tab, your great on deck tab, which shows your verified games like that for me is constantly ticking up with new games and, and I can go through it, um, every once in a while and say, Oh, I forgot about this game. I forgot that this is a game that I want to play and I can hit the install button and I essentially just got a new free title on my Steam Deck, even though I've already paid for it. So the Steam Deck is already so awesome for me in that regards. Um, I, I love that. But then, as you said, Steam Deck 2 comes out. It's going to be accessing the exact same library. And it's going to be even better because all the verified stuff it has already been done for all the stuff that is currently in your library. By the time that the Steam Deck 2 comes out, uh, I, I would be surprised if I didn't have like 70, 80% of my library um, categorized by Valve. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's about 50%. I'm at 50% playable of 600 <laughs> games I have in my library between playable and 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 verified. Um, but by the time the Steam Deck 2 comes out, I wouldn't be surprised if that would be closer to 80 or 90%. Um, and yeah, it's going to be completely forward compatible, which is ridiculous. That 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 is a ridiculous thing to say. Um, and it's kind of how the industry is trending. I mean, that's what Microsoft is doing with their stuff. Um, Xbox One to Xbox Series, your games were just playable. All all the stuff that you had on your Xbox One was playable on your Xbox Series. That was not the case when PlayStation 5 first came out. There were some issues with um, games running in PS4 mode, not PS5 mode, and and save games don't automatically transfer. Um, Xbox is doing it the right way because Xbox is just a PC. Um, <laughs> way more lockdown PC, but just a PC and same with the steam deck. It's just a PC. So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a non, it's going to be a frictionless, uh, transfer between steam deck one and steam deck two, because it's essentially the same OS or at least let's hope I, I can't see it changing, but, uh, let, let's, let's put that little caveat there just in case. Right. Exactly. That's why I said guaranteed is probably too, too strong a word. Uh, <laughs> exactly. and we'll come back to this discussion in a little bit after we talk about what we have been playing or what I like to call what's on deck. Uh, so let's, let's actually talk about the games that we have been playing this week. Uh, Lloyd, what is one of the games that you've been playing this week? Well, we for the past couple of weeks, I've been talking about Saturn Deluxe uh, first, not be able to play it without it crashing and then figuring out that if you did Proton Experimental, it played fine. Um, don't even have to do that anymore. The game has been fully patched uh, and it works out of the box. So if you don't choose a Proton type, uh, you're not going to be getting a crash at the end of uh, every level. Maybe um, it was kind of a random thing. It wasn't a guaranteed crash. So uh, developers updated it. Um, I've been playing a fair bit of it and, uh, it's, it's, it's a fun game. It is a really, a really fun dual stick shooter that is, um, very much styled like Robotron and not having to worry about, uh, it crashing at the end of every level, uh, has, has made me a very happy gamer. So yeah, Saturn Deluxe been, uh, dipping in and playing that, uh, off and on over the last week or so. Yeah, I think that game is so cool. I haven't played it very much, but I definitely want to play more of it. It's just so, and I, like the fact that it was 
super, super cheap is also yeah. pretty compelling. Uh, it's it's seven dollars now because the Steam Summer Sale is sadly over. But uh, seven bucks, I think, is great for one of those uh, high score chasing uh, style of games. And those are oh, and and this doesn't take up a whole bunch of space on your on your on your deck either. So uh, I think that like my library is going to get a lot more of those because you can easily just. You know, be sitting on the couch, grab the Steam Deck, play a couple of levels, get killed, and be like, all right, now I'm going to move on to something else. And I just think that that's awesome. Uh, all right, I have been playing... Uh, I spent the last two days uh, babysitting my grandson, and it was super, super fun. But he's, like, three months old, and he <laughs> spends a lot of time sleeping. Uh, but you also have to be, like, ready to do something, like, right away. Uh, it, so I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy. Oh, that's the wrong Final Fantasy. I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy twelve uh, because it is the perfect babysitting game. You set up your gambits. I talked about it on the previous episode. If you haven't seen that or listened to that previous episode, go give it a listen if you haven't. Um, but you set up your gambit system, and then, you know, while you're sitting there, with the baby, you're just kind of walking around and your characters are mostly doing automated combat, which I know that people are going to be like, that sounds dumb. It's awesome. There's a reason that this game is rated <laughs> very positive. Um, it's just it's it was I was basically just wandering around an area and farming. Uh, and then I would go back to the save, refill my health and mana and go around and farm for a little bit longer in order to level up my characters. So I don't want to spend a bunch of time talking about Final Fantasy XII because we talked about it previous episodes, but that game's awesome, and it's the perfect game to play while you are you can't give it your full attention. Um, right. You've also been playing a Final Fantasy game, right, Lloyd? Yeah, I, I just want to say Final Fantasy XII, the Gambit system, um, makes the game play the way I love playing RPGs, which is sitting in front of the TV watching sports, watching dumb comedies that I've seen already, and just grinding and and leveling up my characters. Um, Final Fantasy XII, the Gambit system, just makes that so nice. So that is a, that is a good pick and a really great game. Um, I, yeah, I've, I've been still going through Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, I don't want to talk too much about it because we've spent too much time on it, but um, I think I'm on Chapter 14 or 15, so I'm, like, right near the end of the game. I've, I'm past the point of no return, like... If you climb this, if you climb this, uh, this wall, you can't go back. So I'm, I'm into that. Um, just loving it. It, it plays so well and it, it's, it's just been such a great experience. And I love that this will be like one of the first games that I bought and finished fully on steam deck. Um, a lot of the other games I've been playing have been like, I played this before, or right. I played a half hour of it. Uh, but this is a game that I've primarily only been playing on my steam deck and i bought it specifically for the steam deck and it's been such an amazing experience so yeah final fantasy 7 remake is still getting uh the bulk of my game time over the last uh week awesome uh speaking of games that i've talked about that we've talked about before really quick monster hunter uh monster hunter rise i boy the game crashes on steam deck but only when i have my steam deck docked which i can't figure out the reason that that is happening and I came up with that. I was like, oh, you know what? I wonder if it's because I had it installed to the SD card. Now, I don't know what actually happened here, but I, I, when I, I was like, I'm going to move it from the SD card over to the internal storage. And by the way, if you want to know how to do that, uh, basically all you do is you bring up your Steam Deck, you hit this Steam button, you go down to your settings, and then you go down to storage. And then when you're in the storage area, you can select a game and you can then say, um, I can't, it's really small and hard to read. X, X. What's, I can't read what it says. Ah, oh no, the Y button. You hit the Y button and you can move it to the other storage option. Now, when I did that and I hit the move button, for some reason, it said that there was already it said move canceled because there's a folder on that on that other storage on the internal storage for monster hunter rise so maybe there was up some point where i had already mm. installed it and uninstalled it and then reinstalled it i'm not sure i like i got goldfish memory um so then what i ended up doing 
is I booted into the desktop mode. And once you're in desktop mode, actually, let me bring that back up so I make sure that I don't actually, um, I want to hit cancel so I don't hit something on my controller. Um, once you're in <laughs> desktop mode, then I opened up Steam. I went to the um, uh, one of the games that I knew was installed on the internal storage, and I right-clicked that and said, show me where these files are, because I don't know how Linux file structure works. Uh, so then it showed me where the files were, and sure enough, there was a Monster Hunter folder in there. So I deleted that folder, booted back into um, gaming mode, and then told it to move it over to my internal storage. It worked. Uh, it took a while, but then it moved that over to the internal storage. And then once I had that, I turned the game back on. I had it docked. I loaded it up, I went to the place, I hit a monster, game froze just like it always does, so that did not solve it. I've tried every version of Proton that I can. I've, I've had a bunch of people say, it's working fine for me. I don't know what the issue is, but it's really frustrating because I want to be able to play this game docked as well as undocked, especially like if Lloyd and I are playing together, I wanted to play this game on the Steam Deck instead of just playing on my on my uh, PC. Uh, so hopefully that gets fixed soon. But if you are trying to move a game from one storage to the other and it tells you that you can't, now you know how to fix that. Hopefully that works it out for you. I know you picked up the game, Lloyd, and you've done the tutorial, but you're still waiting before you get any further, right? Yeah, I, I next week um planning to do some some actual let's learn monster hunter type gameplay sessions. So, uh I I haven't been playing any of it other than like kind of the tutorial and the first hunt or whatever. Um just because I I didn't want to get too too far in the game. Um and I I have so many questions. So, I I need to talk to my guru uh, <laughs> and 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 have him or my uh my monster hunter Sherpa will will guide me through the game <laughs> and uh we'll we'll do that. So, yeah, it's really weird. It makes me wonder if maybe you installed Monster Monster Hunter when you first got the Steam Deck when everything was completely pre-release and beta and then uninstalled it but it left little bits and stuff behind. Um that happened to me. Um I installed a uh, proton version like six dot something and uh it didn't work like the the install failed for whatever reason and that was early on when i first got my deck um didn't didn't really think about it anymore uh and then recently i was like okay i need to clear up some free space that was before i moved my um, shader cache to my sd card mm -hmm. like we talked about last week um and i went to uninstall six point whatever and it said sorry uh there's no we can't uninstall this it's missing whatever the thing was. And I'm like, what? I want to uninstall it. So if it's missing stuff, that's cool. Just keep going on without it. Um, but for some reason it wasn't working. Um, so then how to, how I fixed that was I went into a game and I forced it to use that, um, that proton version. Mm. It realized the proton wouldn't load. It redownloaded a, a version of proton. And then I was able to change that game back to using no spe specified version of proton. And then I could uninstall the version of proton. I no longer wanted on my system. So I wonder if it was just a, a bug with like kind of the pre-release software early on that was uh, leaving little bits and pieces where they shouldn't have been. So hopefully that isn't a, a ca the case anymore. You know, uh, something else to just to point out is, and I don't know what this does. And if you guys do know what this does, if you open up a game uh, and then you go over to the little gear icon uh, and then you go down to property, actually not even properties, you just go to manage, I think it is. You can say... No, that's not a uh, developer. Yeah, if you go down to developer, you can delete Proton files. I'm yeah. assuming that there are specific Proton files for each game that have been sent to you. And yep. what I'm wondering, and if you know the answer to this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let us know. But I'm wondering if I hit that button or if I uninstall a game and don't hit that button, do is there like a bread trail? Uh, of detritus that is left behind uh, right. by having these games installed and then uninstalled uh, at the beginning. You know uh, that you would, the answer, Lloyd? I, I don't know the answer. I, I mean, I know what hitting that little thing does. Like when you install a Windows game um, that doesn't have a Linux, a Linux native version, it downloads a bunch of compatibility data um, I think they call it a template. I, I think that's what it is. And so it's a bunch of 
it's like all the DirectX stuff that's been um, kind of expanded out so that when it when it tries to run this call, it runs this call instead. So it's it's a collection of data that gets downloaded and installed when you install a Windows version of the game. So it's not the actual Proton version that is running mm-hmm. in the background. It's it's kind of all the other kind of like intermediary files that are there. So if you say delete Proton files, it deletes all those. And then the next time that you go to run it, it will re-download all that information that it that it needs. Um, so that's definitely what, what that um, thing does. Um, but as to your other question, does it leave little bits around? I, I don't know. Apparently it does because my uh, Proton 6.3 install left little bits around even though it wasn't properly installed. Your Monster Hunter thing yeah. uh, gave, gave you some issues. So hopefully stuff like that will just disappear with uh, newer versions of the OS um, as we get out of the kind of pre-release and, and early release betas. Yeah, it just makes me wonder... Um, it, that's an important question to know the answer to because of the limited storage that a lot of people are going to have. Uh, like a lot of people are going to get that 64 gigabyte version. Like, like you ended up getting Lloyd. Um, yeah. the one that I purchased was the 256. And then the one that valve sent me was the 512. but a lot of people are going to have, <clears throat> excuse me, have limited storage on this device. It's not like you can, uh, it's not like most PCs where you have, giant hard drives attached to it sure you can but that's not how it's really intended to be used and because of that having like that that stuff left over from installing something and uninstalling something that could really chew up your your space real quick and i'm just curious uh what's going on there anyway moving back on to games that we've been playing you said that you've been playing uh a little third person shooter that is on my wish list because this game is awesome. I have it on switch and I want to pick it up on steam deck. You want to talk about this one? Yeah, I I was the exact same place as you. I have it on switch. I I played this game um, before it was even released um, publicly in the early betas prior to kind of the the 1.0 version. It's called hypercharge unboxed. And essentially this is a third person wave shooter where you play an action figure And if you ever played with like G.I. Joe's or He-Man or Transformers or you name the the action figures, I mean, Marvel and DC and all those action figures as a kid, you always wanted to set up these huge battles uh, between your your friends, action figures and your action figures. Um, And some of those battles probably had you dreaming about going to like a Toys R Us store and setting up a huge battle inside that Toys R Us store between your action figures and all the evil action figures. Well, this this game is that dream distilled down to awesomeness. Uh, you are running around fighting waves. You're in a you're in a bedroom. You're in a store. You're in a garage. There's so many different levels. Um, and the amount of content that they've added to this game from the first version that I had played, it's almost a completely different game. There's so many more um, models that you can choose when you're customizing your action figure. There's so many other levels. Um, and, and that's just me saying I've played this already. It's awesome. But then you, you think of it as a game that you're maybe playing for the first time and it doesn't get much more epic than this running around as action figure sized action figure fighting other toys, uh, exploring a room that obvious huge humans live in. Um, it's a pretty fantastic game. Um, this game is getting, a lot of press right now because they were wanting to bring it to Xbox and they're running a campaign. And then it was announced that it is being developed for Xbox. Uh, and then one of the developers basically put up a thing on Twitter about uh, hate that developers have been getting recently and uh, and how that is affecting mental health and a lot of different things that post seemed to have gone viral. And then the next thing you know, this game is like number one steam seller and it's riding uh, riding that wave of hype to get high up on the list of Steam games, which made me say, you know what? I've I've said I'm going to rebuy a Steam version. I haven't done it yet. I'm going to do it. So I bought a copy of this one, played it only on my Steam Deck, and it has been just as much fun as when I first checked it out. So, um, yeah, like good, good on the developers for talking about mental health mm-hmm. and what they're doing to maintain their uh proper mental health after all of the hate and and crap that happens when you are uh say uh, a social media manager on twitter or whatever um but then also riding kind of the wave of hype to 
talk about future versions, talk about upgrades, talk about new features that are coming. Um, they, they got very lucky, but they're not squandering their, uh, their, their, their luck, their, their lottery that they won. Um, and they're doing a lot of stuff to make this game better and talk about it. So, uh, I'm glad that I was able to support the developers again. The game is fantastic and it plays so well on steam deck. So if you, if anything, uh, that I've talked about, uh, has you excited, you definitely need to pick up hypercharge unboxed. Uh, it is on sale right now for another, uh, I, I think 20% another, off. Yeah. For another like month. It looks like, is that 22 days? It looks like, no. so oh, no, wait. it's 22, 22, yeah. 22 hours. days, 18 hours and then minutes or oh, those no. are seconds. Yeah. yeah, yeah those hours. are seconds. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's how I, time I, works. I'm doing. I'm doing way too many things at once trying to figure this out. So uh, it's on sale 20% off. uh, But even when it's not on sale, um, like $20 for a game like this, um, that you can jump in and play with your friends. Mm -hmm. You can solo, you can play online, you can do all these fun things. There's uh, hidden objects in every level. There's um, um, some really, really great kind of hidden objects in the levels. Like you can look at a, a can that looks like a Mountain Dew can. And then you walk up to it and you read the label and it's like, it's like hilltop views. So it's not Mountain <laughs> Dew, it's hilltop views. Um, and then when you get into the later levels, you can, you can attack or be attacked by uh, a, a big, a, a big dino that wants to eat you. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, this game is just like joy, childhood joy distilled down into video game form. And uh, it plays like a dream on uh, Steam Deck. Yeah, I will say that when I played it, and like you, I played it pre-release on the Nintendo Switch. It was it was really fun. Uh, there were some rough edges that have all been worked out since then. The developer is super responsive to the community, which I think is fantastic. Um, one of the things I just love about it is when you are because there's like tower defense mechanics that are kind of built in as well where you've got like these swarms coming at you and you've built like walls and traps for these that guys to walk on and get destroyed and then you kind of mop up the rest of them with your with your toy gun um i love going and finding the battery and chucking it at the thing it's like you're walking (laughs) through and you've got this big double a battery that you're carrying in your hands and it's as big as you and you're like carrying it over and then you throw it towards the towards the tower that you're trying to defend. I just think it's so cool. And there is a demo. So if you've got a Steam Deck and you want to figure out whether or not this game is for you, it's not going to cost you anything in order to try it out. And I don't know if this episode will be out before the uh, before the sale is over, but uh, if if it is, then then there you go. But if not, then I, it's, I do think that the game is on sale often. I've seen it on sale quite a few times every time that there's a Steam sale. All right. Uh, Let's see. What else do we have? I guess that's it for what we have been playing. Let's move on to the news. And I want to talk about the beta channel real quick. Lloyd, you want to talk like read through these uh, patch notes and I'll bring it up on deck and we can kind of look at the stuff that they're showing. Yeah. So this is uh, an update that came out to the Steam Deck client beta channel. Uh, It has some features, including an option to scale the Steam Deck user interface for external displays Thank you. Uh, yeah. I like that. I really like that. Uh, that's kind of what I've been asking for. If if my video is if my video is being captured at 1080p, but the UI looks like it's still 720p, I don't really care. <laughs> so uh, so I like that. I, I hope they continue to do more things like that. Um, Had a ta- real quick, I want to jump in on this because this like if you're watching the video you can see like how tiny everything was and the very first time that we had this the steam deck hooked up to a capture card and we were trying to show it off um this is what it looked like but now you can change how big that is and it makes it so much easier especially if you are old like me and you've got old eyes and there's a little toggle to turn it on to automatically scale sorry to interrupt i just wanted to make sure that i showed that to the video viewers uh go ahead Lloyd. Yeah, there's a toggle for automatic scaling of the Steam Deck user interface. So if you want it to automatically look like it's running 800p, it will do that auto scale thing, which is great. Uh, They've scheduled night mode. Um, That's an additional feature. So you can have night mode flip on and off. Um, If you like those, uh, if you like the oranges, uh, not the blues, I know it's good. We we talked about this a couple episodes ago and people are like, actually, night mode is really good for you. And I, I fully understand that night mode is good for me. Uh, I just had so many years of color correcting monitors that I can't look at a monitor that is shifted orange. It's uh, it triggers me at a at a very, very deep level. Uh, but having that um, scheduled or, or have a schedule 
added where this can turn on and off is going to be great for a lot of people. Uh, they added Japanese Kana uh, keyboard. So if mm-hmm. you want to want to type in Kana, you can. Um, and uh, a new Steam Deck software update channel selector um, is there. So now there used to just be beta and stable. But now there's a third channel that's been added, which is preview, which is testing for new Steam and system level features. Yeah, this is really strange to me because like, what was it? I don't know, three weeks ago, they they broke out uh, Steam OS and Steam into two different sections of beta. Like you could opt in on this one and that one. And we even talked about it on the show. We, we, we sat there and we were like, Boy, isn't that going to really make it hard for them to troubleshoot things? Because, like, maybe Lloyd is running uh, the operating system on beta, but the uh, but just Steam on the stable channel, and right. maybe I'm running the opposite. Maybe I'm running uh, operating system on the stable channel and Steam on the beta channel, and like that that difference was a weird thing for them to do. Well, now they've completely gotten rid of that. Like they've gone back to the way it was before where there's only one thing that you change, but now it has three options instead of two options. So weird. So the stable channel is where most, that's the wrong button. The the stable channel is where most people ought to be. Beta channel is in the middle and then preview channel. They specifically say, um, you may encounter issues. So uh, <laughs> that's that's a full warning for everybody. The preview channel is the most experimental version. Uh, beta is a little more stable, and then stable is obviously the stablest of things, apparently. Uh, <laughs> any thoughts yep. on why they would take those two things that they had previously separated and then bring them and back together after, together after like a month? <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it is odd. Um, obviously, there's there must be a good reason for them to do it. So maybe they ran into a snag with um, the the various betas. Uh, but yeah, like if you're on stable, you're getting the stable version of both the client and SteamOS. Uh, if you're in preview, you're getting the stable version of the client, um, or sorry, the beta version of the client, um, but also SteamOS beta. Uh, or sorry. That's the preview. The preview is beta for both of those. Mm -hmm. Um, The beta version is only uh, beta for the Steam client. It's the SteamOS is the stable version. So they must have had some issues with the interaction between beta client and beta OS. And they're just like, you know what? Let's put beta up for just the Steam client because that's easier to correct. Having a piece of software updated in the background is probably easier than having your OS have issues. Um, so they want to get uh, people off of the uh, OS beta as much as possible. So they did it this way. It's really odd. I wouldn't be surprised if it changed another 10 times uh, going <laughs> forward because it's already changed a few. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is just to cut down support, really. Uh, and it's probably a really good thing for their uh, for their support team. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Speaking of um, support and making sure that things are working, we also got this uh, story from Gaming on Linux uh, gaming from gamingonlinux.com. And they said, this is what they said. They said, you should avoid stock Firefox install on Steam Deck as it's badly outdated. Uh, and then Valve, I guess, reached out to them and they said, yep, you, we know. Uh, so what they're going to do is Valve is going to send out a version of Firefox that is a flat pack. Here's exactly what they said. Yes, we are aware of this issue. We will soon be up shipping an update to SteamOS beta to in, to address it. After the update, Firefox will be installed as a flat pack, making it much easier to keep up to date. So if you have been using, and your boy, sound off in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube, because I'm really curious how many people are using this as a desktop machine. I only use it for video games. Um, but I'm sure that there's quite a few people who are using this as a desktop machine. And if they like if you've been using that browser, I guess it's been kind of outdated, which means that you are more vulnerable to, you know, nasty websites and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm I'm glad that Gaming on Linux noticed that. I'm glad that Valve was paying attention and said, you know what? You're right. We're going to fix that. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Do you ever use your Steam Deck in in um in desktop mode other than just to like go up top or uh, go update proton up qt or whatever it's called 
Yeah, I pretty much only use it for updates to like emulators and things like that. Um, but yeah, it is it is definitely a security issue to include an outdated version of your of, of a browser with your default OS. So the fact that um, Steam OS comes with Firefox 96.0.3 means that that's a problem because every version of Steam Deck will have this outdated piece of software on mm-hmm. it that has potential security concerns. That said, uh, the OS is locked down. It's an immutable OS. So the likelihood of that's true. Uh, people will be able to, to to root your box is unlikely unless people have turned on developer mode or or ran a command line. Um, but the fact that it's there is bad. Um, Valve changing that to a flat pack means that you can go and uninstall it. You can update it um, independently of your OS. It's just the, the smart way to do it. Um, one thing I'd love to see kind of related to this would be a notification in game mode that you have you have desktop mode updates to apply. Oh um, yeah, should, that'd be great. Pop up saying you have you have critical critical um, app updates in desktop mode. Do you want to switch over there right now to run the updater? Um, because that would that would potentially solve problems like this in the future. Once Firefox is a flat flat pack, and you say have Firefox and Edge and Chrome installed, and then there's a zero day, just like we ran into with Chrome uh, last week. There's a really bad zero day where you could take over a machine just by viewing a website, essentially um, being able to push up a notification saying, "Hey." we should go update these browsers because there's security issues. Um, but that's, that's kind of an aside. I'd love to see that type of stuff. Yeah, boy, you know, that, that's a really good idea getting those notifications because when I like, if I'm trying to play a game, uh, like I've been doing this uh, a lot recently with monster hunter where I'm trying to figure out how to get it to stop crashing. So, you know, like I go into desktop mode, I fire up proton, GE Proton Up QT, I think is what it's called, which updates the Proton Glorious Egg Roll thing. And uh, I'll be like, all right, I'm going to install this version of Proton. I'm going to install that version of Proton. And if you don't go into desktop mode very often, anything that you have in desktop mode, as soon as you open the Discover Store, it's like, hey, I've got some updates for you. And I didn't know about any of those updates because I wasn't told about it in gaming mode, which is where I spend most of my time. So... Uh, yeah, that's a really good idea, Lloyd, that they should send a, if you have some software that's installed, I don't know if yeah. it's possible because I'm, I'm guessing that when you're in gaming mode, you don't like, uh, uh, the, 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 the discover store isn't running. So there's no yeah. way for them to know, but it would be nice if you, maybe I could put discover store in my non steam games thing and then run it there mm. i don't know anyway i don't know if you can. i, I yeah. think it would be a good idea for us to get those notifications so that we can make sure that our these computers are as up-to-date <laughs> as possible um it's very different from when you're using a console where you just don't have to worry about that stuff and it just yeah. but it also doesn't get updated every 15 seconds either uh so Fair. there's that yeah like i i wouldn't want to see every app that you've installed in desktop mode get those updates when you're in game mode but core critical security bug fixes to a browser are pretty important to install because you can run those browsers in game mode uh running stadia or xcloud or whatever mm-hmm. or um as something that pops up in game and it would be really nice to make sure that you're completely secure um that said for most people um any security bug on on Chrome probably won't affect you, even if you if you if you do view a website that is bad, um, just because of the way that the OS works. But um, security is important, and and pushing those updates out as much as possible would be really good. So just another another in game pop up notification saying you have core software updates. Do you want to go into desktop mode to do it, um, or maybe have it something where you can toggle that on if if you've ever gone to desktop mode. Um, then you start getting those updates because if you've never gone to desktop mode, you probably don't want those people to get those notifications that there's updates because they never been to desktop mode. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't know what desktop mode is and might cause more confusion because of that. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, move on and talk about some upcoming games. This one, uh, I saw you tweet about it and I had seen it and I was very excited about it. And that is RoboCop Rogue City. Uh, I yeah. loved robocop when i was a kid uh those movies were awesome i remember i had the book for robocop 
three, <laughs> I think. I can't remember which one. But I had, like, the novelization. And this it's game... Whoops, that's loud. Sorry about that. Uh, this game just looks really interesting. Of course, it's just cutscene, but I have a fondness for the world that they built with RoboCop where, you know, you work in, o- you're, or you're working for OCP and you're in Detroit and you've got, uh, they, they brought back Peter Weller as the voice <laughs> of RoboCop. And it just, so good. Ah, oh, this looks so, this looks like so much fun. And it is for uh, the, 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 the next gen consoles or the current gen consoles, Xbox and PS five. Uh, yep. But it's also on steam. And, you know, I said earlier that we would kind of come come back to this and talk about this. I don't see games with with the Steam Deck being as popular as it is. I just don't see PC games coming to Steam not being like new games not being either verified or playable. Now, you might not have the best experience because it requires too much power and this the Steam Deck is a right. fairly low power device. But right, right. running at 720p, turn off those uh, fancy uh, uh, shadows and stuff, you might have a pretty good experience uh, playing a game like RoboCop Rogue City on on deck. Uh, Lloyd, are you as hyped for this as I think, as I am? Yeah, yeah. like I love RoboCop. Uh, I don't know why anybody loves RoboCop, to be quite honest with it. It was a terrible movie. Whoa! Uh, it was like... <laughs> Like when you look back at it now, like it was it was a bad movie for the time. But as a kid, I was obsessed with with the fact of you're turning a person into a robot and then he comes back. You take his humanity away, but then he comes back. And it, it was a it was a really cool story. But the actual like movies themselves are they're really tough to watch nowadays other than going back and looking at them because they're bad. Um no hate below. I love RoboCop. <laughs> I, I've said it multiple times. I love RoboCop, but it's one of those things where it's just like, this is so cheesy for so many reasons, but we've never had a good RoboCop game. Um, there was like the old RoboCop on, on, on like old consoles and RoboCop never, versus Terminator. Yeah. On like, Genesis. like, <laughs> like they're, they're not great games. And I've always wanted a great RoboCop game because I loved RoboCop growing up. And we've had aliens. We've had like 7,000 aliens uh, games. We've had uh, like other like Ghostbusters. There's been a bunch of Ghostbusters movies back to the future. There's been or uh, games rather. There's been a bunch of games for other um, big media things from the era, but really nothing, nothing good for Robocop. And then next thing you know, boom, here's this Robocop game. I think Robocop was in like Fortnite recently or something or coming to Fortnite. I think maybe I'm wrong there, but it's it's like, OK, is this like the the resurgence of Robocop? Are we going to get a bunch of really good Robocop IP I think um, he was in related Mo- games? Was he also in Mortal Kombat? Like, I think that we I, saw Robocop I, and Terminator in RoboCombat. I, I want to say combat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> RoboCop MK. Yeah. MK 11. He was in Mortal Kombat 11. So, yeah, it's just like, OK. Is this is this going to be the time where we get a really good RoboCop game? They call it Rogue City. Uh, so, um, yeah, like, are you going to be like pre pre human RoboCop? Like, or, well, you were human, then you were RoboCop, but then you were RoboCop that was kind of human. Uh, are you going to be like RoboCop as an android being completely controlled by the OS that's running in his head? Or is this going to be you have some autonomy and you're you're realizing how corrupt uh, like the OCP is and everything? They could tell some really amazing stories here, and I can't wait for RoboCop Rogue City. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that they and listen, if you love multiplayer, that's fine. I'm hoping that they don't like try and put multiplayer stuff into this game. I hope sure. it's just a single player story based game. Um, and uh, for everybody who's upset that Lloyd didn't like the movie RoboCop, don't, not everybody has to like the things that I you love like. The movie. Stop Wait. it. But no, you said I it was a bad movie. movie. No, I said the movie was objectively like when you look back now. It, it was worse than it sh- than it was at the time. Like you look at it now, and it's just like the uh, the story is bad. Kids watch this. There's oh yeah, kids should not have watched here. that. <laughs> there's stuff in this movie that kids should never have watched. The the like a, a lot of the the movie itself was just not good when you look back on it. But I loved it as a kid. It's it, it was it was my obsession for a super long time. Okay, granted, I shouldn't have been watching those movies. No, and I've said 
I said repeatedly, I love RoboCop. I he love loves RoboCop, movie. just not the yeah. movie. I will say that the rest of the movies are all terrible. <laughs> like the yeah, first one I loved, the rest of them are just real bad uh, and yeah. very, very disappointing. Um, but we don't know if that game is going to be uh, verified or not. I think that the big games uh, moving forward, because the Steam Deck, it has it has legs, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think because it has those legs that the big games moving forward are going to end up being verified. I think that the developers are going to take the time. Uh, the publishers are going to make the developers take the time to, to figure out the best way to get it to work. Hopefully yeah. they do a better job than like the cyberpunk people who have like the steam deck, like you detected it detects that it's a steam deck. You select, Oh yeah, I, I've got the steam deck settings and it's a terrible experience, but <laughs> you can get a much better experience just turning things down. Um, I do think that publishers will get their developers and say, hey, we want to make sure that this runs well on the deck, too, because that green check mark is a whole bunch mm. more purchases that we otherwise wouldn't be able to get. And I think that that's awesome. Speaking yeah, of the, the green check mark, what's that, Lloyd? I was going to I was going to say I was going to I was going to do a segue, but do you it. Do it. You pre I was going to say, just like we saw with Final Fantasy seven remake, it was pre verified. And we're like, this is the first time that is that's ever been done that we know of. This is amazing. I wonder if developers are going to start doing that. Well, we did. We we got a tweet from Annapurna Interactive for their game coming out called Stray, which I'm very excited to play in the future. Uh, the game doesn't come out till the 19th, so it's not out yet for another another week and a bit. Uh, it already has their little verified check mark, so this looks like it's going to be a thing going forward uh, to big AAA um, or um, big big marketed indie games may start getting pre-verified, so that you know on day one. If this is going to be a good experience on your deck or not, um, I am very excited about seeing the second game pre-verified. Uh, again, it could be the 80th game. I don't know. But this is the the second one that I'm aware of. Um, and it just shows me, hey, I can buy this game on the Steam Deck and it's verified. I was planning on picking this up on, on my PS5, but I think that I'm probably going to end up picking it up on my Steam Deck instead because it is verified. And I think that a lot of publishers are going to realize that there's a lot of customers out there who look for that green check mark before they make a purchase. And uh, this game looks awesome. For those of you that don't know, uh, Stray, you play as a cat in a world full of humanoid robots. Uh, and it looks like it's some kind of stealth game, which is awesome. You got, you're playing a cat with a backpack, being chased by drones, running through the sewers, hissing at people. I think this game looks so cool. And if you buy it before it comes out, which is on the 19th, it is currently 10% off, at least in the U.S., uh, for $26.99. Normally, it's a $30 game. I'm not expecting this to be like, oh, okay, well, you're going to play this for 100 hours. It's a $30 <laughs> game, uh, but it's coming out on July 19th, which is not all that long from now, and it is verified, and it's 10% off right now. This looks like a day one buy. Uh, Stray looks awesome. I just did a video about my 10 most anticipated. I did that before we found out it was verified on deck. But I did a video about my 10 most anticipated games coming out for the rest of the year. If you haven't uh, seen that video, make sure that you check it out on the YouTube channel. And this was one of the ones that was in that video. This game looks awesome. Uh, and uh, are where are you going to be playing it on deck or on, on uh, Xbox or where? I'll, I'll be playing it on deck when I pick it up. I, I'm not sure if I'm going to pre-order it. I probably will. Um, let's be honest here. I, I have very little willpower when it comes to games I want to play. <laughs> um, and uh, I'll leave everybody with this. Uh, a really bad joke because I'm a dad and I tell a lot of punny jokes at dinner. Oh, boy. Uh, I think I was describing this to the kids and I was like, yeah, it's like Meowtal gear. And they kind of thrilled their eyes and put their heads, their faces in their palms. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So it's it's Metal Gear, uh, Metal Gear Stealth with uh, with a cat. Yeah, this looks really good. And uh, it start, it's, it's continuing something that I like to see, pre-verified games so that you know on day one whether this game is going to rock it on your Steam Deck or not. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Um, the let me look at the show notes real quick. Yeah, we're just about out of time here. Uh, let's talk about Cursed to Golf. I've already talked about it on the show. This is a roguelike 
golf game side scroller. It is really, really cool. We finally have a release date. There is a demo available. So if you haven't checked this game out yet, you need to check it out. It's really cool. I love the art. I love the idea behind this game. Uh, but Curse to Golf has a demo and it is coming out on August 18th. I'm trying to figure out which button to hit in order to bring that up. Uh, love this game. Did you end up playing the demo yet, Lloyd? Yeah, yeah, I checked it out. It's it's really good. It is really good. I'm excited about this one. I was interested to see that it was announced for the Nintendo Switch as well. Um, so it'll be coming out on the Switch uh, at near the same time, which means that the Steam Deck version is going to run beautifully because they got it running on the Switch. Um, so it'll it'll run beautiful on Steam Deck as well. Um, makes me very excited. And of course, the demo's there, so you could already see mm-hmm. that it's going to be uh, a beautiful, beautif- beautifully running game on your Steam Deck. Uh, but that gives you a little bit more, um, I don't know, peace of mind uh, that this game is going to be a fantastic title on the Steam Deck. All right, let's real quick look at the games, the deals on deck. This is usually our last section that we talk about. First off, like like we said before, uh, Stray is on sale for 10% off if you buy it before the 19th. Uh, but you like I always go through this list and see if there's anything that's jumping out at me uh, as I scroll through. And I was looking, and I saw it earlier, and now I don't see it anymore. I I can't remember where it was. There was a really, really good deal in this list, and I've forgotten what it was. Uh, <laughs> it might have ended. might have ended, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, Steam, Steam sales come and go so quickly. Like, And because there's always so many different things on sale, like things show up and disappear very fast. Uh, here's one that I, that I think is interesting. I played it on Nintendo switch. Uh, it's currently 60% off at eight bucks and that's read out enhanced edition. Um, plays well on steam. It Uh, it does. Okay. Actually. That's awesome. Good. Good to know. It's a weird F zero style, uh, racing game. Essentially. It's, it's more wipeout than F zero for me. It's super fast, long ships, um, tight hairpin turns, and it plays really well on deck. So, uh, definitely worth checking out if you like kind of anti-grav racing. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're looking for a really, um, really sweet deal with uh, probably a th- like, I don't know, 500 plus hours of content. Uh, oh, boy, Humble here we Bundle, go. Humble Bundle has a Lego at the movies bundle going on right now, which gives you nine games, wow. nine games for twelve dollars and ninety cents Canadian, which I think is nine ninety nine US, I think is what the, the charge for this one is. You get Lego movie and lego movie 2 the video game you get uh lego jurassic park lego disney incredibles uh which are all fantastic games then you get lego dc supervillains lego ninjago movie video game uh lego avengers and then marvel superheroes 1 and marvel superheroes 2 all amazing lego games that i have played uh to completion on multiple platforms uh and now they're available as a big old bundle on humble bundle for uh $13 $13 Canadian, so probably $10 US for nine uh, fantastic Lego games. Yeah, and the codes that uh, the people had donated were those were some of those Lego games. Uh, so hopefully you were watching the whole time and you saw those codes come up at some point. Uh, yep. The last thing that I'll say before we move on um, is you posted this to our community Discord. Uh, this build your own bundle um, uh, uh, the at July fin- version of it. Yeah, at fanatical. Yeah, the July one. Oh, that's that's July. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still time in July. Uh, but this oh, one, yeah. uh, you can add in um, Oblivion and Morrowind, and then some Game other. Years. Game. I mean, any of these three games basically for ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good deal. If you it's like, crazy. if you like Elder Scrolls, that's a fantastic deal. What what third game? On this, and everybody who's watching, please let us know what was the third game that you wanted to to include in yours. For me, it's probably the Metroidvania Double Pack is the third thing that I would add to this list of uh, oh, yeah. games in the Build 3. But what about you? Uh, there's a couple. Um, moving Out. I, I had a lot of fun with Moving Out, and I don't own it on Steam. So if I didn't already own Oblivion Game of the Year and Morrowind Game of the Year... Mm-hmm. I would have added moving out as my third because these are both game of the year versions. The Oblivion and Morrowind are game of the year. Um, but the other one that I would choose would be Monster Sanctuary, which is uh, a Metroidvania Pokemon kind of game. Like oh, weird. It's, 
sort of like i mean it's obviously not not pokemon but you are collecting evolving and battling with all the things that you're getting in a kind of a 2d metroidvania styled game uh this is also a game that i own so i i, I can't add it <laughs> um, because i own all three but those three would be the ones that i would choose for ten dollars seems like a ridiculous ridiculous value i also really like that uh that uh, fanatical has steam deck verified badges on the games that they are selling or on the codes that they're selling i think that's fantastic uh but anyway let us know what what uh deals that you've uh been taking advantage of for your steam deck down below uh that like button we really do appreciate everybody who hangs out with us and watches these videos or listens to the podcast if you're listening to the podcast, head on over to nerdnest.tv and subscribe over there so you can see all of the different videos that we make. If you are watching this, please feel free to look up on deck in your favorite podcast player and subscribe there. It doesn't cost anything, and it, it really does help us out. Lloyd, you want to tell everybody to have an awesome day and uh, play us out? Yeah, well, uh, just quick before yeah. we do that, if, if you pick up the Humble Bundle Lego games thing lego incredibles apparently doesn't run on deck because oh. you can't change the graphic settings maybe you can force it i haven't tried that one but all the other ones are mostly verified for steam deck so uh go check out those lego games go check out all the other sales that are happening on steam and uh yeah enjoy the deck everybody we'll see you next week 